Hey friends, I have a new ad partner that I think you're going to love because I already love them. And that is Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix sends style so good that you can feel it. They deliver all the confidence that comes with a truly amazing outfit without any of the work. With Stitch Fix, you get a stylist who understands your style, your size, and your budget, and they do all the shopping for you. It's the easiest way to transform your wardrobe. I feel like they just get me. They do get you. They just knew what would look right on me, and I hate taking stuff out. Yes. So it's like Christmas when you open that box, and you're like, how did you know? Exactly. It is Christmas, and I cannot wait till my next one. So go ahead, take the leap, do Stitch Fix, get your own personal stylist, and feel as bougie as we do these days using Stitch Fix, but not for a crazy price because they get your budget. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash naked. That's stitchfix.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Stitchfix.com slash naked. Hello and welcome back to the Naked Marriage Podcast. We are Dave and Ashley Willis. And on this podcast, we undress the truth about sex, intimacy, and lifelong love. And we have a very special bonus episode for you all. And we love bonus episodes because it's something you're not expecting. And today's interview, you definitely are probably not expecting. It's with some of our dear friends, Joel and Mariah Smallbone. And you may not know those names until we tell you more about them, but you definitely know them. I know you you know their music. Yes. And they are incredible people. I had the privilege of uh, doing a Holy Land tour with, uh, with Joel and Mariah several years back and just developed an instant connection and friendship with them. They're just the real deal. And two of of the most talented singer songwriters musicians in the world. I mean, I really truly, believe that. Truly, uh, you know, Mariah has has been releasing a, a lot of music as a solo artist for many years. Music that you've heard and you love, and she's working on some exciting new projects now. Joel, along with his brother Luke, founded the uh, amazing band for King and Country, yes. which has uh, sold like seven trillion albums and yes. won every award there is to win. And let me just say, you guys, one of my favorite concerts I've ever been to. Like, oh man, they can epic. put on a show. They put it all out there. It's so good. So yeah, good. great, great stuff. But as impressive as these two are on a stage, they're even more impressive up close. Yeah, Just getting to know them as people, getting to know them as a couple. And uh, they're going to share some wisdom with us. We're going to have some laughs. You're going to enjoy today's conversation and also learn some insights that are going to help you in your marriage. So let's dive in. Well, like we said in the intro, we are super excited to have our friends Joel and Mariah Smallbone here, two literally of the most talented people I have ever, ever, ever been around. And uh, man, what a gift. What a (laughs) gift. So, Joel, uh, really serious question as we start off. This one's for you. So you are, um, you're a legit worldwide rock star, uh, like super accomplished, look like a male supermodel. Now, all of that how do you still deal with being only the second most talented person in your marriage? I want to know <laughs> how you cope with that. If it's, if it's hard. Dave, you're very kind. <laughs> hey, we have to, we have to share something before, before we get into that. And I'll, I'll, I'll gladly <laughs> answer your loaded question. Um, but, uh, we have to back up because there's a great synergy that we have, um, that we established, in none other land than the Holy Land. Yes. That's right. Yes. And I have to say this too, I will not forget, you can edit me out if you need, but I will not forget 
uh, you know, standing beside the Sea of Galilee on one of the presumed... Um, where, where Jesus gave his Sermon on the Sermon Mount. Sermon on the Mount, the presumed location-ish of the Sermon on the Mount. And Dave very humbly, um, but authoritatively and emotionally mm. recited word for word the entire Sermon on the Mount. And I think both of us cried. I think everyone was in tears by the end of it. It was mm. so, so sweet. You you didn't even say 10 words up until that point. You were a quiet, quiet, shy boy in the corner. And the next thing you know, you're <laughs> reciting memorized scripture for an hour. It was amazing. <laughs> a, quiet, a quiet hero, a quiet hero. That's what I call you, Dave, which... Mm. Um, um, I would rather be than all of the sort of slightly obnoxious uh, but gracious um, descriptions you gave me earlier on. Um, mm. I uh, I love my wife. Um, I love partnering with her. You know, one thing that we were always taught growing up and kind of modeled, which is a beautiful thing in a sense, but is this idea of, supporting one another, like support your spouse. Mm -hmm. And I actually have come to find, at least in our marriage, that the idea of supporting one another is, um, to say it maybe kindly, is not a very intimate affair. Um, like you use support one, I get the sentiment, but you use support one another for things like supporting a presidential candidate or the beam that you know, supports the house. But this idea of eye to eye, heart to heart, level partnership that I think, you know, we see you and Ashley exemplify um, in work, in life, in marriage, in parenting, in business is so much more exciting. And what's marvelous about our dynamic is I feel we, we're still in the sort of front end of everything, you know, which is coming up in eight years of marriage, but, but, We've loved it, and I feel like we've bettered each other through our partnership. Um, and so I'm awfully grateful for for the much better half because if it weren't for her, I think most of what you have defined me as uh, wouldn't be in existence because it was really, when we met, I had you know, about $50 in my account. And then after I bought her a sweater on our first date, I had $3 in my account. <laughs> and I was living here at the farm, as we mentioned, off air at my parents' farm, driving a 1987 Oldsmobile and just trying to make this really hokey brother duo thing work. And um, it was her grace and confidence and partnership and guidance through dating and then into marriage that sort of continued to plant by the grace of God, this preposterous notion that we could actually do this. And I came along and I said, Joel, are you looking for a cheerleader or a wide receiver? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yes. Go along. <laughs> Go on. Go on, baby. Yeah. <laughs> that's so good. I love it. And I love how you, you both, you know, like you said, you bring out the best in each other, you know, and I think every married couple that's what they want. That's what they want. But I think a lot, you know, especially in hard times, like when things aren't turning out like they thought or things are taking longer than they ever dreamed or 
you know, they're like, gosh, marriage isn't really what I thought it would be. Like, this is so much harder. I think they start to lose sight of that. And they're like, I don't know if I can have that. And I would love it if you guys, you know, and I know, and I want to give a plug for this, but they have a podcast where they go through their whole journey. It's so amazing. It's cinematic. It's cinematic. We only listen to it. I've seen some of the cinematic through Instagram too. I'd love to watch the cinematic version as well, but it's called Becoming Us. And um, it, it's so good. And, and so definitely check that out, guys, on wherever you listen to your podcast. And also you can check it out uh, cinematically, but it's just beautiful. But I want to ask, you know, just for the listeners here today, what, what do you think, like how, what, what have each of you done to bring out the best in the other? If you want to share that, if you feel comfortable sharing that. After you. No, I insist. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, so you're asking us to toot our own horns right now. Yes. Well, no, and like, what does your spouse do? Like, what do you, what yeah. does Joel do for oh, you yeah, to bring out the like best in you? Better. I can, and then I can what, that. yes, yeah, like you guys good. speak for the that's other. Good. Like, what do you see in the other? And you're like, that's how he brings out the best in me, or that's how she brings out the best in me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think naturally... I know naturally I am much more um, strategic and uh, I like for input to equal output. And so for me, um, faith has been limited to prayer time. And uh, whenever dealing with career path or education or just decisions that affect my, uh, where I invest my time. Um, I, if it weren't for Joel, I, I, I would probably be practicing law, <laughs> something that's very black and white. And, um, she'd be very intense. There's a, there's a clear, a clear ladder to climb, so to speak. Um, but, Joel has really brought out the side of me that I think is lodged deep in there, but maybe got left with my childhood. Um, this, this childlike faith, this idea that there are no limitations when, when our heart is to serve, when our heart is to do good and to um, listen for that very still small voice and use our gifts yeah. and our talents to encourage others and pour into others. Uh, and that's, there is so much faith required if you are going to step into the music industry in this line of work. And having not grown up in it, I am very grateful to be in partnership mm. with someone who um, allows me to borrow his belief when I've run out of my own. Oh, I love that. Oh, yeah. that's real good. So good. Mm. So good. Thank you. You should write a song about that, Mariah. Yeah. That's good, right there. Just that's a take, beautiful song, right go there. listen to everything you said, <laughs> make it rhyme, and that's a that's a hit. To, to, uh, Do you jive. need a cheerleader or a wide receiver, baby? <laughs> hey, no, that's strong. Like a country it's, song, right there. <laughs> it, it really is. I mean, that's a that's, that's a profound thought. I mean, it's it really is. It is. Yes, I love it. I love it. It's beautiful. So what about you? Uh, I would say, um, look, behind all the, the kind of bravado and the, and the wonky, confused accent on my behalf is a, you know, a homeschooler for 11 of 
my 12 years of education, didn't go to college, barely, barely made it through high school, um, one of seven, um, uh, sort of grew up on the road. It was the only thing I knew. Um, really slightly naive chap, at least when we, we met. And um, I remember we met when I was 27, excuse me, 26, and she was 17. Yes. Just three months shy of her um, 18th birthday. And um, we started dating. And when I turned 27, which is interesting, because I'm about to, a few weeks away from turning 37. Um, so this is very prominent in my mind, just being the decade anniversary. It was the lowest moment of my life. Um, because I, as I'd mentioned with living here and not really having a, a way forward, pursuing this band thing with my brother for was half a decade or so at that point, and it was going nowhere fast. And I had this one shining beacon of hope. And that was really Mariah and our relationship and our friendship. And just feeling like I could, couldn't, there was no way I could marry her. There was no way we could move, like just stuck. And um, I was pretty grumpy if I remember on my 27th birthday. And I was having a bit of a pity party. And um, I remember Mariah saying, you know, I just want to take you, one of my favorite places here is Wild Ginger. It's sort of an Asian fusion place. And so oh, we got this dinner, you know, I want to take you to dinner tonight. And I was, I was kind of like, oh, okay, let's go. I'm such a loser. Why would you want to take me to dinner? <laughs> and we rounded the corner and it was everyone in my life that I cared about, my family, Aww. mentors, pastors, closest friends. And she, as, as you'll, you'll come to find if you get to know her, is, is uh, she loves throwing parties and she loves celebrating. And I, I, I stood there and I just broke down, guys. I just wept. Um, and that moment for me was very indicative of what she has been for me. And Lord willing, what I've been for her in, in, our, in the last 10 years. And, and that is... Man, when no one else, when the chips are down and you look like a fool and no one else believes, um, I'll, she will, will still and was and is still there. Yeah. And say what you will about the institution of marriage and modern relationships and all of the questions that surround them. One of the greatest reasons and arguments I would give for the beauty of this kind of covenantal relationship is you just know that you've someone's got your back and that yeah. you've got a believer in you. And that gives you wings, man. That and I think that was the whole intent was for us to be able to as 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 humans in this beautiful partnership to be able to rise and become the most sanctified, beautiful versions of ourselves. And again, we're still young in the whole process, but I, I, I see that and I've seen that happening through the way she has so beautifully loved me in spite of being the fumbly stumbly homeschooler, um, Australian American. Not that musician. there's anything wrong with homeschooling. Yeah. There is not. <laughs> <laughs> I hate her. Hey, you homeschooled as well. So I did. Okay. I did. Thank you.
one goal we've had as a family lately is to try to just eat healthier. And junk is sometimes more convenient. And we're eating unhealthy, not because we want to, but it's just because it's what's easy to grab. But then came along Thrive. That's right. Thrive Market is helping us in really simple, practical ways. And as a Thrive Market member, we save money on every single grocery order. On average, we save over 30% each time, which I mean, I don't know about you, but I love saving money. They even have a deals page that changes daily and always has some of our favorite brands, which right now we are loving the Hum brand, Zero Sugar Kombucha. And so check those out. Go to Thrive Market, join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash naked for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash N-A-K-E-D, thrivemarket.com slash naked. Inflation is out of control and it just seems like money flies out the window. I look at our account daily and I'm just like, where does this money go? And you're probably the same way. And that's why I'm really excited about a new ad partner we have called Rocket Money. This is an app that helps you in real time see exactly where your money is going. And even more importantly, they'll help you identify and cancel subscriptions that you're not using. On average, they're saving their users $720 a year. I didn't think I had any subscriptions we weren't using, but this is what happens. You sign up for a, a free subscription to something, you're not using it, and that free subscription runs out. You're paying five or 10 bucks a month for the rest of your life until you cancel it. Rocket Money helped us identify it, get that under control, and save a bundle right from the start. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscription, guys. That's half a billion bucks. You need to get your share of that. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions today by going to rocketmoney.com slash naked. That's rocketmoney.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Start saving money today. I love it. And, you know, you kind of touched on something where when you guys met and, and I mean, you came from different backgrounds. And so, I mean, that was something you had to work through. And how's that been the last eight years? Because you said you're getting ready to celebrate your eighth wedding anniversary, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So how's that been with the different, the different, you know, differences? Yeah. Backgrounds, family, you talk some about that I mean, on your podcast, you do, which you is, yes. is great to listen to. It's but really awesome. from, you know, from your upbringing, Joel, in Australia to being a, an L.A. Latina. I mean, yes. you guys come from two different worlds and it's just it's just really cool how you, you meld the best of those worlds together in your relationship. But but what's that like just uh, coming from in a lot of ways, two different cultures. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, making you know making your own you know, your, your own culture together. Like, how has that been? Mm -hmm. I think one of the more unique aspects of our backgrounds is, and this might be cultural. It also might just have to do with our unique family dynamics, but in Hispanic culture and particularly in my family, it's a very matriarchal kind of aesthetic. It's there's a lot of loud, opinionated women. <laughs> and, um, you know, I've got, I've got cousins who are detectives and police women and the leaders of their households. And, um, 
And, and for Joel, you know, he's one of seven kids. Five of those are men. (laughs) And, and so I think we, we both carry a lot of bravado with us. Mm. And, um, I think there have been times where that has been a clash. Uh, but there's also been times where I think we can actually empathize with one another a bit better because we know what it's like to sound and look like you're 1000% sure and you know what to do when on the inside you are dying and crumbling and very insecure. So we can call that out in one another. Um, I think that's a learned practice putting on that veneer of Mm. total confidence. And it's it's what's allowed us to lead in certain aspects of our lives individually. But when we're together, it's like, I know you're saying you're okay, but I'm pretty sure you're not okay because I know what it's like to be you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's That's so awesome. I love that. No, that that is, it's so good. And you two just bring out the best in each other. And just in the time that that I had the privilege of hanging out with you guys in Israel, which was epic. And I, let me just say, I mean, (laughs) I feel so bad. I am so sad. I was yeah, supposed to I go. Just, I've been, it's been a burning question for me over the last few years. Um, and that is, Ashley, where, where were you? Yes. Oh, you guys, I was she, supposed to go. And I, we had, I guess, Chad, we have four boys. Our youngest was like, I think maybe like barely a toddler at the time. Yeah, yeah. It, we prayed about it and it just wasn't the right we time We were going to both go. Yeah. And then she, we go everywhere together. I mean, yes, we go to Walmart yes. together. Like we've never been apart as long as I was in that. Yeah, that was the longest. That that trip. But she yeah. said, she really just kind of, she said, listen, you've always wanted to go. Um, I think you should, I feel like God's saying you should go. I'm going to hold down the fort this time. And I felt torn about it, but, you know, we both kind of prayed and I went and I, it was, the, it was a grudgingly. I went, yeah, yeah. Actually, if there's any consolation, he looked like a wet, lost puppy at all times. Yeah, I did. I had, Well, you, you all know. said he was quiet and I was like, Dave, quiet? Well, when you're not there, I don't know what to do. I don't know who, like, I don't know what, what, what am I supposed to do with my hands? I don't know. Like, where am I supposed to go? But no, now, like, you know, my street cred has gone way up because you get to like hang out with you guys. So I when know, Mariah comes true. on the radio or... We're watch, you know, we watched, you know, the the priceless movie and oh Joel's winning an Oscar, and she's like, "You know these people?" I'm I like, know. "Yeah, we changed clothes in a bathroom once in Israel. You know, it's no big deal." Or, he loves telling buddies. that story. So, so <laughs> no, but it was wonderful to share that experience with you guys. Uh, it really, really was. Uh, I, the only regret is that I didn't get to share that experience with you because every I, I everything in life that I experienced that I can't share with her in real time just feel like I'm not fully experiencing it, you know, but it was so still true. a wonderful, wonderful, life-changing experience. Yes. And one day I'm so glad you went. we're going to go, we're going to do That's round two right. reunion tour. Seriously. And we're not going to go unless you guys tour. are going to go. We're going to all have to be on the same, oh, it would be, in the same group. It would it'd be, be awesome. epic. It would, would be so, so epic. But, you know, coming back to you guys, like when you look ahead from where you are right now, because you both, I mean, you've, you've accomplished so much. God has just just shined on you guys and his favors all over you and you've used that for such good. You've just, you know, you've made the world a better place through mm-hmm. your music, your art, your ministry, through everything that you guys do. But when you look way ahead, I mean not like I know that you're always working on stuff. You know, you always always got stuff going on. But when you look like way ahead, like 50 years ahead and you're 
you're looking back on your life, like what do you hope? What do you hope it looks like at that point? You know, beyond, yeah. you know, e- beyond all that that you know you've 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 created. But in terms of what do you want your legacy to have been about when you when you get to that point? I would love for you to answer this question. No, <laughs> sure. I love that you use the word legacy, Dave, because that's something that Joel and I have been talking a lot about. Um, I think when it comes to music, it's very easy to get short-sighted, you know, mm. for our goals to be about the record that we're working on, the streams that we get for a song that we just released, how many people can we reach, how many people can we get this to, and the intentions are good, you know, to, to serve people with songs that you know, have helped us um, and can hopefully help others. But when you widen the lens, you realize how temporary that all is. Um, I've recently been communicating a lot more with my grandparents and preparing for them to come to Nashville. Um, I graduated from college last year and because of COVID, we didn't have a ceremony. So we're doing a makeshift ceremony where we're going to be honoring my grandparents. I'm going to hand them my diploma. Wow. You know, they they immigrated here uh, from Mexico in their 20s. My grandfather gave up his passion for music. He was a touring trumpet player in a big band in Mexico. And he gave that up to come to America and to be a busboy. And then worked in a Levi's facility for 35 years until he wow. retired. And so when I look at that when I, when I, you know, it's, it's, I think it's, it's the, uh, the parallax universe of what you're asking, you know, you're asking us to look 50 years ahead. I think sometimes the best way to answer that question is to look 50 years back. And and when I look at my grandparents and the sacrifices that they made for someone who didn't even exist yet, Mm -hmm. um, it makes me that much more determined to, want to build a world and shape our culture in a way where it's going to benefit the generation that doesn't even exist yet. So that, that really changes our perspective. It changes my perspective as a a female artist and producer and writer. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I want to widen the lane for, for women in music, particularly in this industry. And, um, and I think it, it just helps us think outside of ourselves and our very limited yeah. scope of things. That's well said. So Beautiful. Good. Yeah. I mean, what, what an amazing story about your, your grandparents. That's just so awesome. And they have no idea you're planning on doing that, on presenting that to no, them. No. And going to even if it. they watch this interview, they don't speak English, so they wouldn't know. There we go. Okay, I was going to say, I don't want to spoil this moment. <laughs> that is just so cool. Oh, I love it. It's beautiful. That's great. Yes. You know, Dave mentioned um, about your music. We haven't even like talked that much about it. You guys, your music is just some of my very favorite. Okay, and I'm not just saying that because I'm, you know, doing this podcast with you. Like seriously, it's it's constantly playing. You know, in my playlist, and I just love it so much. One of my very favorite songs is "God Only Knows," and I love it when you both are on it. Like it's just. Oh my gosh, it's just beautiful. So thank you so much for the music that you I made. I love that you know that because that's a little a little 
uh, hidden gem in the song that all of those there's a kind of oh no I I knew it oh no I was like oh my no. gosh yeah she's seen yeah no, she's she's all she actually the only tattoo she has is both of your faces are tattooed on her back shoulder oh which is gosh. a little weird I think it's strange that you're that into it but I am a fan she's Dedicated. a big a big it's fan like <laughs> it is it's that's just it like it that's the picture that's it's, it that's it it it's is beautiful yeah no I just love it and so I'd love for you guys to share kind of what's in the works you know if you can I know some stuff you can't share. Well, I, I want to hear Joel's answer oh, first. Oh, I'm sorry. Though. I didn't know if Joel was going to answer. Are you going to answer, Joel? I'm sorry. Yes. I wasn't giving oh, you. I'll give you a very. I'll give you a very short. Take us to the future. Yes, first. I'm so sorry. We will talk no, about the music after um, we talk about um, the future. Like I just wanted to tag on what 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 she said since you asked, um, Ashley. Um, I think it's it's simply this. I heard the definition of basically sin or living, as we'll say, or mentor of mine says, in the rhythm of the kingdom, is the, is the difference between whether your life is pushing outward or your life is pulling inward. Yeah. That your motives are outward versus, versus just centered on, on you. And everything, increasingly, it feels culturally in this beautiful country that we live in and beyond is about you it's have it your way get your education you know do the job you love doing and to her grandfather's uh credit and testimony he worked in that levi's shop for 35 years and he loved it so awesome it wasn't his passion but he chose to love it I love that 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 soul Pixar film when the barber is there and 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 yeah. the guy's trying to figure out his purpose, which is such a thing for our generation. And the barber is just kind of like, man, I wanted to be a veterinarian, and uh, but my kid was sick, and I ended up here, and and I like, and it was we put so much emphasis on these things, and I dare say we put so much emphasis on legacy, even our generation, yeah. that this simple mindset of how do I stay outwardly focused and don't turn inward and, and, and sort of start dying, if you will, but, but yeah. look to God, look to others as you love yourself. I just, I, I think is, is so pivotal. Mm -hmm. And I hope to, to button it up in a 50 years from now, that when we both, I will be much more decrepitated than she is because of my almost decade of seniority. But when she, when we look back, that we'll go. You know, we 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 have done that throughout our life. That we have, we have looked outward to our community, outward to other people, upward toward God, instead of just inward toward what our sort of fickle desires point us towards. I love yeah, that. That's that's beautiful. I mean, even what what you both said. I, I hope. People, I know they're leaning in because it does. I think that we can all, we all need to think about that. How can we all, both individually and as a couple, live with, you know, upward and outward instead of inward? Because we do, we live in a culture that says it's all about you. And, um, and even in, you know, this is a marriage podcast. So I just want to say this about marriage. You know, when we do that, when we get inwardly focused, it's terrible for our marriage too. I mean, it's terrible for us, especially as Christians. I mean, that's what God calls us to do. But, especially in our marriage too. It, it, that's where you see people grow apart. So I love that. You guys are both so wise beyond your years. You really are. And I love 
just the depth of what you're sharing with us. And there was a trip, Ashley, that we were on in, 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 in Israel, and there was a pastor on the trip, and we basically <laughs> just had five days of just gleaning all of his wisdom. Yeah. It's all that pastor <laughs> day. Since that time. Really? Yes. It's, it was almost like in Star Wars, like once you meet Yoda, and it's yeah. kind of yeah, like you spend some it, time. Man, I was going to say the same thing. Well, I meant more of like my resemblance to Yoda oh, than the wisdom, goodness. like the, oh. the height and the wrinkles <laughs> and the ears. It's kind of wow. No, it, but not uh, even close. But not the wisdom part. No, we. It, it was. I'm so thankful that God allowed our paths to intersect in the Holy Land and to continue to intersect in cool ways like this. But before we let you go, because I literally could just talk to you guys forever, but I know that you've got. You know, you you got you got the worlds to change out there, and so I don't want right. to hold you up. But talk about the music. Yeah, tell us tell us what's coming. <laughs> tell tell people where they can find you. Um, right, I have to brag. I have to brag on my wife for just a sec. Because if you, I, I know some of you now won't turn on, but most of you won't be watching. But if you are watching, some are, some are. You'll see right here Aww. behind is yes. my wife's computer setup. So awesome. And not only did she edit our entire Becoming Us podcast. Wow. From that station right there, Which all is, six episodes, three hours plus hours of and, content, and they're very well done. Oh yeah, very well done. Yes, but yes. she, but she is also um, in the midst of editing what uh, this visual musical piece. It's it's four songs that she wrote towards the beginning of last year on her own, produced them, wow. and we shot it. Um, we, we filmed it all at a rock quarry, just a location, just a, a short way from here. And she's putting it all together. And guys, it, it's, it, it, it's beautiful um, on so many levels. It's very, the way I've just to kind of defined it is, is it's, um, you've got, you know, this corporate worship movement. But then I think there's a very real personal worship movement that is emerging. And it really... Uh, pushes in that very personal, contemplative, um, awesome. but all the hooks and her marvelous voice as well. So yes. there's that. And, and where, where can we get? Yeah, and yeah, Sorry, where and when? I'm just so excited. I know. We're, like, we're both so excited. <laughs> stay tuned. Stay tuned. Oh, Yay. like stay tuned. Like where would we stay tuned the most? Like Instagram. Like where? Oh, yeah, probably Instagram. Instagram. Okay. I'll, awesome. I'll share, I'll share a release date as soon as as soon and, as we and tell people it. your Instagram Yay, handle in yes. case they're not following. In case they're not following. Yeah, it's Mariah, like the like the mountain in the Bible. Yes, M O R I A H Smallbone. Got it. Mariah Smallbone. Awesome. She took my last name, guys. It's true love. I love it. No, I love it. Guys, you two are the real deal. Thank you, thank you for everything you're doing. Just to build the king, to live in the rhythm of the kingdom. I love that. I I've love never that. heard that. Yeah, and I love I'm, it. I'm going to steal that for Jamie sure. Jamie George. That's a Jamie George quote. Thank Jamie you, Jamie George. George. I'm going to plagiarize it. Plagiarism within the kingdom isn't plagiarism. <laughs> it's recycling no. for Jesus. So that's what we're going to we're going to use that. But listen, <laughs> guys. Recycling for Jesus. <laughs> I love love it, guys. For all of you who are listening and watching on YouTube, wherever you're watching or listening this right now. Look up Joel and Mariah. Not only is it some of the best music out there, and truly, truly it is, and, and I thought that even before, long before I met them. Yes, yes. Even more so now, seeing, seeing their hearts up close. But can, stay connected to what they're doing. You'll be blessed as a result. And guys, genuinely, love you. Thank yes, you for making time for this. thank you so much. Hey, can we do your bumper on the way out? Yes, please. Yes, please. Okay, do you want to do the with <laughs> 
are we pretending to be them? No. Oh, yes. Let's pretend to be them. If there's ever a movie about me, please play me. Oh, my goodness. Because we, we are actors and actresses playing the two of you. Yeah, I yes. love it. This is great casting. Hey, everyone. This is Dave. And I'm Ashley Willis. And this is the Naked Marriage Podcast featuring... Joel and Mariah Smallbone. Smallbone. How about that for a last name? <laughs> that oh, is epic. Oh I my love goodness. It. Just for you guys. It it was beautiful. That's so much, you know they so much better than I am in real life. Greatest form of flattery. <laughs> You're <laughs> right. I, I love and, it. And and just to close it out, speaking of imitation, the greatest form of flattery, there was on our last night in Israel at some obscure restaurant in downtown Jerusalem. Dave and I went into that bathroom, switched clothes. <laughs> we did. And I wanted your earrings, which you would not give me. from a glass or two, you <laughs> imitated me to the accent. obnoxious tea no. that I deserve to be imitated. <laughs> so you get your so, best dessert. This is a repaying I, I, I for think, all those years. I think one of my go. lines was, because you had a scarf on, like for most of the trip, despite the, the warmth. <laughs> There was a scarf, and I, I made mention warm. of the scarf, and I was like, I wear a scarf all the time because my throat and voice are a national treasure in two different countries, <laughs> and it must remain protected. I'll have to keep it warm. I don't know. I don't. I think that's something that I said. Oh, that was it. That was and it. But you were swinging the scarf around. I was. The whole... Very <laughs> but, you know, once wow. I put that scarf on, I got it. I, I wanted a scarf. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I was making fun of it, but secretly I thought, He's on to something. I this feels amazing. Yes. I feel yeah. I'm, I feel confident in the way I look. My throat is warm. <laughs> I'm going to go home and just start wearing scarves. And if yes. I if I was cool Did enough to pull it off, I would. You know, it hasn't happened yet, but I think we need to just make around it the house. It's Sometimes just, just around the house. Yeah, not in public yet. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are a gift. You guys are great. We love you. Thanks again. We'll hey, see thanks you soon. Thanks for having us. Thank you guys. Bye bye.